The call to preach is a call to study. You know, you got to study. Yes. Don't don't be the preacher yeah. that only studies when they got to preach. Yes. Don't be the preacher that only studies when they got to get up and teach Sunday school or whatever yeah. your, your assignment is for mm-hmm. the moment. That's study, good. study, study. Right. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Success in Christ podcast. I am your host, Legenia Bearden, and I want to welcome you to season two. That's right, season two of the Success in Christ podcast. And today you're going to be listening to episode 15. Hey, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening. I've been on a bit of a hiatus for the last two months. The last episode, I think we released the first week in December, where we were talking with the fabulous Miss Tabitha Brown, who is doing some amazing things. So if you have not yet listened to Tabitha, um, I invite you to go back to episode 14 and go ahead and listen to all the rest of the episodes as well. And uh, listen to the testimonies of these individuals. But uh, as of today, as for today, I am so excited about our guest that are that's on the show. I'm going to be speaking with Elder Cherie Evans. Uh, Elder Evans is amazing. She is an amazing, awesome woman of God who is a preacher, a teacher. And I mean, she is just on fire for the Lord. She has done some amazing things. And um, I've, I've said I've said it before. and You'll hear me say in the interview, she is anointed. She is appointed. She is a woman who is ministering the gospel of Christ. And despite some oppositions that we women ministers get, she is actually just the opposite. Uh, God has blessed her and put her among some great individuals who have just helped to move her into positions um, within the ministry that have helped her to excel. And uh, God has used her greatly. And for that, I am so grateful. I'm so thankful that she was able to sit down with me and tell her story, tell her testimony, just of uh, how she grew up and some of the things that she's gone through, what she's doing now. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys too much because I want you to sit and listen and be blessed. Again, I want to say thank you to everybody that has continued to listen to our past episodes. And I promise you guys, there's going to be some wonderful episodes to come as well. But this one today is absolutely amazing. I want you guys to sit back, relax, and listen to Elder Cherie Evans. Stay tuned. After the interview, I have some important information for you guys. But as for now, relax and listen to my interview with Elder Cherie Evans. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Gina Bearden with Success in Christ podcast, and I am so excited. I am sitting here with the one and the only Elder Cherie Evans. Um, I am excited about this interview, everyone. I met uh, Elder Evans a few years ago uh, at a women's conference at my church here in North Little Rock, um, First Baptist Church at St. Jones Drive. She came and ministered to us women during our women's conference. And I mean, she is anointed. She is appointed. And God is definitely using her. Um, I asked her if she would mind sitting down for an interview to talk with us today. And she humbly accepted. And I'm just so grateful and thankful. Welcome to success in Christ. Thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity. Um, thank you. I don't take it lightly. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, to begin with, you are a mother, you are a minister, you are a sister, you are a daughter, and you are a friend to many. Um, you attend St. Luke 
Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and uh, you are the pastor of the youth and young adults there. That's right. All right. So tell us a little bit, if you don't mind, just start wherever you feel led. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you okay. got into ministry, and, and just how you got to this point that you're in in your life right now. Okay. I am uh, born and raised, right? Well, this is not Little Rock. This is North Little Rock. Mm-hmm. I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Never sell the two beat. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, I am the eldest of two children. Mm-hmm. Um, both of my parents, I'm a PK, pastor's mm-hmm. child, mm-hmm. and my mother was a, an evangelist. She passed away uh, back in 08. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I came from uh, preacher's. My, mm-hmm. you know, uncles and uh, a couple of my aunts are pastors and mm-hmm. preachers. So it's just in my uh, DNA, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of funny growing up. My church, we were Baptists, mm-hmm. and, but we were very charismatic Baptists. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we believed in speaking in tongues yeah. and laying on of hands mm-hmm. and women in ministry. Yes. And, and so it was not until I grew up and left my home church. Mm-hmm. To hear about all these people who don't believe in healing and don't believe in um, uh, speaking in tongues yeah. and they're fighting against women in ministry. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? Yeah. You know, what is uh-huh. this? Yeah. So all of that traditional Baptist stuff was really, really new to me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it caused me to kind of, um, I don't know, when I when I knew that the call of God was on my life mm-hmm. to preach the gospel, mm-hmm. I was kind of hesitant, just a little bit, right. but but I, I think my background, my foundation caused me to stand up and mm-hmm. go ahead and acknowledge the call of God. And that was back in 1994. Mm-hmm. And so the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so now you are pastor of the Youth and Young Adults Absolutely. at St. Luke. Absolutely. St. Luke. So right, be- right before you got to St. Luke, what is it that you were doing? Um, I was in radio. I have my degrees in mass comm, mm-hmm. radio, TV, and film. So okay. I came from radio, mm-hmm. um, but before I've always been active in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the the radio station that I was a part of was sold, mm-hmm. um, and so I was like, okay, God, I need to either go back to full-time ministry or I need to go and, and find another job in my area of degree. Mm-hmm. Well, a few years went by. I went to auto financing, mm-hmm. and I, I knew that was not my end. Mm-hmm. I knew that. That was just like in the meantime, mm-hmm. get your bills paid kind of job. So right. I stayed the course. I was faithful. And then um, maybe three or four years later, I got the opportunity to uh, be a part of the St. Luke staff, mm-hmm. pastoral staff, where I am proud to say that I am the first female uh, to be a part of the pastoral staff in oh, wow. 145 oh, years wow. that they've been in existence. Okay, so, that's yeah. pretty amazing. Under the leadership Pastor of... Pastor Eric L. Alexander. Alexander, Ooh. he is amazing. Yes, he, is. <laughs> he is an awesome, yes, awesome is. speaker. <laughs> good, good. And so um, and so, right before you got that position, you, you were, as, as far as ministry... Uh, as far as ministry, yeah. I've always... Well, like I said, I started preaching or I acknowledged my call to the ministry mm-hmm. in 1994 mm-hmm. under the leadership of Bishop Kenneth Robinson okay. at Antioch Full Gospel yes. Baptist Church. So Bishop. Uh, Bishop has given me, shout out to Bishop Robinson, <laughs> so many opportunities in ministry. Uh-huh. Um, I served, I think I've done everything but be the senior pastor. I've done, <laughs> um, I was a youth director there. Mm-hmm. I was praise and worship leader, started out praise and worship leader, Christian education director. Um, uh, then eventually I moved to become the minister of music mm-hmm. over the okay. entire music ministry. And then that's when, um, you know, I got the 
heard the voice of the Lord telling me that it's time to do something else. And mm-hmm. and I was questioning God because I'm like, this is my livelihood. This is my check. Yeah. Lord, are you sure? Are you mm-hmm. talking to me? You know, to uproot it and move to do something else. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was a very hard thing that mm-hmm. I had to do uh, because of all the opportunities that I had been given in ministry and, you know, the whole yeah. loyalty piece. And right. uh, God had to really deal with me mm-hmm. on that. And so after I moved from there, I went to St. Mark. Mm-hmm. Um under the leadership of Bishop Arnold at the time. Mm -hmm. And speaking with Bishop Arnold, he told me, you know, a lot of people know you for your singing. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful. That's fine. He said, but I want to expose the word of God that I know is on the inside Mm -hmm. of you. And Mm -hmm. so he gave me so many platforms, um, you know, with them being on streaming live, Mm -hmm. uh, so many opportunities to preach, doing Bible study, doing Sunday morning services. Uh, I can remember... I preached one Sunday morning and somebody emailed uh, them from the church saying that they were in Kuwait Mm. and they were blessed by my ministry. And that really, really touched me. And it went back to the conversation that I had with Bishop Arnold. Not only did Bishop Arnold uh, extend so many opportunities, but Pastor Pointer, Mm -hmm. Philip Pointer, gave me so many um, platforms Mm -hmm. and opportunities. So I was able to uh, work with the singles ministry. Mm -hmm. Single Sunday school teacher. I was uh, over a part of the uh, working with the youth ministry. Then eventually, I became placed over the young adult ministry mm. there. Okay. And so that's what I was doing. And then the opportunity came to uh, go to St. Luke, mm-hmm. where, where that uh, opportunity came available. Mm-hmm. And so speaking with Pastor Pointer, I did let my pastor know every step of the way uh, mm-hmm. what was happening, and he gave me his blessing. And mm-hmm. so in 2015, I went to St. Lo- St. Luke to be a uh, take on the role of youth and young adult pastor. Okay, which is where you've been ever That's since. That's where I've been ever since. Okay, and so you're loving what you're doing. I love it. Good, Absolutely. good. I can tell. I can tell. I follow you on Facebook, and I see all the awesome things you all are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, something else, I'm going to remind me to tell you something, make myself a note. Okay. Um, before we leave here today, I want to mention something to you. So um, we are in the Baptist church. We're in the Baptist arena. Mm-hmm. Um and you were speaking before about the tradition, yes. you know, about women ministers yes. in the church and so on and so forth. Um, so when you knew God gave you the call, you had the call of ministry on your life. Mm-hmm. Um, was Did you first realize that while you were at your home church or was it when you left your home church? I think I really honed in on it when I left. When um, left. Because at my home church, I was always singing or directing the choir. Yeah. I was teaching, you know, Sunday school or vacation Bible school. But I was just like, no, nah, I ain't trying to be no preacher now. That ain't, yeah. you know, I'm mm-hmm. good. No, right. So it's it's when I left and became a young adult mm-hmm. that, that I really honed in on what the, I heard the voice of the Lord saying. And so I tried to sing it out. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can do this. <laughs> so yeah. it would it never fail. Every time I would sing, mm-hmm. I end up preaching at right. the end. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you're not. You're going to do it my way, <laughs> not your way. Honey. That's right. So it right. eventually. Um, and then I was married. I married very young, mm-hmm. uh, 21 years old. So I was afraid to tell my husband at the time mm-hmm. because he came from a traditional Baptist church. Okay. So, you know, yeah. I was like, oh, God. God. Yeah. Okay. So right. before I told him, I went and told my parents who I knew understood. You're right. So right. just uh-huh. to get that okay, that validation. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I know I was wrong for this, but my husband found out when I went up to the front to say I acknowledged my. Oh, we acknowledged the call. He was and he was being ordained as a deacon that night. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> a grand occasion, right? So it was shocking for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you did, and you did, you you acknowledged that was going to be my next question. You acknowledged that mm-hmm. at your home church or at Antioch. At Antioch, yes. okay. At yes. Antioch, under okay. Mm-hmm. And so, what was uh, bishops? response well apparently you know he put you up well he did but Mm -hmm. this is how bishop robinson did it he would try to talk you out of it Mm. because he said if i can talk you out of it well this is what i later found out if i can talk you out of it that Uh, wasn't really the call yeah so this is what i did before i acknowledged i wrote him a letter because i was scared Mm. so you're supposed to go talk to the pastor but i wrote a letter Mm -hmm. um but you know he read the letter and he doesn't like try to push you push you it's like he tries to deter you, and mm-hmm. then if he can succeed at that, then you, it knows. wasn't really the it call. It wasn't right, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's something. Yeah, Bishop. <laughs> well, that's something. Okay, so now you are you're ministering. We're going. We're I'm back at Antioch. So you're okay. you're, you're over the music ministry, mm-hmm. and music. you're you're ministering now. And so, how are people receiving you? And I'm asking these questions because there are so many women. Mm-hmm. Um, me being one um, that. I know God has placed a call on my life, but because mm-hmm. of where I am, mm-hmm. uh, I'm reserved. You know, right. if, God, if my pastor asks me to do something, I'm there for him. Um, I thank God for the support of my husband. But, you know, I, I just I sit back because of I want to respect mm-hmm. the house mm-hmm. and the leadership of the house. Absolutely. Um, so how were the pe- and, and, and people's response? I, I've always been fearful of the response of the people. Okay. Um, how, how did you deal with that? And how did people receive you as a woman minister in the well, church? Well, um, I was not the first at Antioch. But okay. I, when I came to Antioch, it was right on the cusp of us going into the full gospel Baptist church mm-hmm. fellowship. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, that was kind of a branch from the traditional Baptist because they believed in the fullness of mm-hmm. the, you know, what the Bible says from mm-hmm. cover to cover. And women in ministry is a part of that, mm-hmm. uh, one of the distinctions in of full gospel. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a struggle okay. because, again, I was not the first woman okay. minister at Antioch. That's so good. That's good. It wasn't. It wasn't a struggle. I was received well. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. And I can see that you're you're outgoing. You're fun, and people can gra- people gravitate towards yes. you. So I can I can see that happening. What mm-hmm. advice would you have for other women that are struggling in ministry right now and with the call on their life? Uh, because of uh, tradition and that sort of thing. What advice would you have for a woman that's kind of struggling right now with that? Um, first of all, pray about how to approach the whole situation with your pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and see, I, I don't know what it feels like to be under a pastor who does not mm. who does not embrace women in ministry. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm not trying to tell anybody to leave your church, yeah. but I'm just be very prayerful and go and talk to you because you don't want to be a renegade. You don't mm-hmm. want to just up. Yeah. And we got too many of those spirits, just people just jumping up, leaving because mm-hmm. they won't let me prematurely. Yeah. Me, okay, right. They, yeah. That's why they don't want to hear us now. <laughs> so many out of order women. Right. In yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know. I would say pray about it. Ask God for the approach. And God's going to always provide the opportunity um, mm-hmm. and share your heart. Mm-hmm. And then if your pastor, if he, well, it won't be a she if, if they're not embracing mm-hmm. you. But if your pastor says that they don't embrace it, mm-hmm. um, then, then I say pray about where your next move will be. Mm-hmm. Because you do not want to stifle um, the call of God on your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I've heard of people saying, well, they'll just let you be, you know, get up on mission Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
No, I'm not a speaker. I'm a preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, so you don't get to just diminish me to a mission Sunday. That's mm-hmm. once a quarter. No. Mm-hmm. Or we'll just let you teach Sunday school. Yeah. I'm a preacher. Mm-hmm. And so I need to do what God called me to do. So I'm just trying to see if I'm be able to execute it here. If not, then you need to be prayerful about what your next move is. Right. Always seek, seek, Always seek, seek the place God. of God. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's good. So now, um, now that you're at St. Luke, what are things like for you there? Uh, all is well. I get to minister to right now. I'm over 11 year olds all the way up to 35. And so we're bringing in, uh, we're looking to bring in some help. Okay. Um, because that's a a vast number. Yes. It's a, it's a big church, Mm -hmm. but that's a large demographic, Mm -hmm. um, to be over with not a lot of help. Mm. So, um, right now I, so I got the student ministry. Someone else does children's ministry. Mm -hmm. And so my job is to just try to disciple them. Mm -hmm. Um, to get them to be who they need to be to own their faith when mm-hmm. we're not around, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. right, you know, yeah. you can remember being a teenager, maybe sometimes it wasn't always cool to be oh, yeah. the Christian, mm-hmm. you know, I think I remember crying because they just called me church girl. Mm-hmm. You know? Holy Roly was my oh, yeah. name. <laughs> church girl, she's sanctified or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her daddy or preacher. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you, you tend to try to dummy down, but I want to teach them not to do that. Own yeah. your faith and, and share your story, you know, be happy about who God yeah. created me to be as a Christian. Right. Um, right. And so our the, the hardest demographic right now is that 18 to 24, the college mm-hmm. age demographic. So that's where this year, that's where our focus is mm-hmm. as well, you know, relating to young adults. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, okay. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Every young adult's needs are not the same. So um, when you start to build relationship, um, because of going into this, you know, I was kind of accustomed to doing, you know, a lot of group stuff and not having to take out time to go to lunch with this one or um, inbox this one or, you know, just be there for that showing up at games or showing up mm-hmm. at graduations and stuff like that. But when you're over the entire gamut, you, you have to become relational. And I think you don't we try to reach everybody at one time. And mm-hmm. I think that's where we tend to get discouraged because everybody ain't. I mean, just everybody's just not receptive. So, but I think when you're there for this one during this hardship, Mm -hmm. you just gained a a member, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Or or when you're there, when this person's uncle or their mother, their grandmother passes away, you just gained their trust. So, you know, so it's one at a time. And we try to, we try to take the whole thing at one time. Yeah. But it's one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. And making yourself available. Make yourself available. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Whenever I I, I make myself available to people, mm-hmm. they are appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. They yeah. never forget. Right. They exactly. Especially forget. during those hard times. And I've even I've even seen where even when they go away, mm-hmm. and, you know, because yeah. sometimes we tear off on a tangent and we go away, mm-hmm. but they always remember what you've done for them. Yeah. And so you can just get in that inbox, hey, just checking on you, everything yeah. okay? Right. And so they, you know, they're very appreciative. Right, so. right. So, I mean, that's a big ministry there mm-hmm. at uh, St. Luke. How do you keep personal life? And and it's kind of, almost kind of difficult. And I say that because my I have a, my husband is a minister. Yes. How were you able to deal with <laughs> personal life and ministry, especially now at St. Luke? I know it's easier now since he's older. Yeah, he's grown. So, I, you know. I'm good with that, but I grew up in in that lifestyle. Okay, so that's all right. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I guess I'm accustomed to it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have things planned personally and and things break out because you can't control circumstances and situations, again, it's all about making yourself available. But at the same time, 
there is a definite need for uh, self-care. Mm-hmm. And and I had to learn that, how to, how to get rest. And I think if my pastor's watching, he probably thinks I take too much rest now. Mm-hmm. So Because <laughs> you learn how to I do it? I go home. Uh-huh. I go, when I'm done in ministry and, you know, making sure everybody's taken care of, I go home. Yeah. I don't even hang, I don't hang out as much as I used to or probably as I should. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my age. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I enjoy being at home. Yeah. It's yeah. it's kind of like a paradox. I think I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. but every job I've ever had causes me to do extrovert stuff. Right. So I got to yeah. be around people. I got to interact with people, but every opportunity that I get to be by myself, mm-hmm. I take it. You enjoy that a long time. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I I can relate to that cuz I'm tired. Absolutely. My body is just is saying, can you please just give us a little Sit bit of time? Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I understand. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. So even when your son was little, um, because I, I mean, I would see you are, your face was almost on every flyer, every church event that was coming up. You, <laughs> I'm like, she is everywhere. How is so she doing now my it? My son is everywhere. He oh, is he? Yeah. So um, that's amazing. But so, so he grew up in, but I would, you know, with school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I had to because I grew up, my parents were there. Everything we did, if it was a play at school or debate tournaments, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was because I was not athletic. They mm-hmm. were determined to make me an athlete, but mm-hmm. I just went into it. But mm-hmm. everything we did at school, our parents were there. So mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, I grew up in knowing that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So my son grew up, he was in the band and uh, we tried football for a little. I was so glad when he said, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Praise God. Good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but I, I I knew how to make I knew how to to have that balance. How to, how to balance yeah. it? How to balance mm-hmm. it? Um, and you told us earlier that your mother had passed in two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have no doubt if she saw the woman that you I are today, so <laughs> she would be proud. So I can only imagine that was a, a hard time. Absolutely. When when mom had left, so how were how has that? Um, how have you been able to deal with that in ministry as well? I know it makes a difference when you have a mother that has loved the Lord and has brought you up in the Lord. And you know, mm-hmm. is saved. I, I have no doubt that that makes mm-hmm. a difference. Um, how has that changed your life? Um, and, and ministry wise, is what I'm asking. On said it caused me to grow up. Mm-hmm. I was grown. I was 35, but I, I realized as I looked at how she handled her business, mm-hmm. I was like, I got a whole lot of growing up to do. Mm-hmm. And so it caused me to grow at 35. up. At 35. At 35. Wow. Okay. And so uh, at the time when she passed, her and my father, you know, they passed to the church. So mm-hmm. I kind of stepped away uh, from Antioch at the time. I'm still a member. But I went to go and help my father. Because mm-hmm. my mother was a, a, very, a very big part of uh the ministry, you know, they founded the church right. or whatever. Yeah. So I left to stepped away to go and help my dad. I became the assistant pastor mm-hmm. uh, of Living Word, Learning mm-hmm. Worship Center. So I did that for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so, and you could become frustrated, but I always had to remember my parents were so giving and so patient and understanding. And so I'm used to just being around church people, people who know what church is and yeah. the church jargon and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And my my parents have an, um, I don't know what the word is. They, they just, they know how to love on people mm-hmm. how, that that weren't like where they should be. Mm-hmm. Not that church people, all church people where it should be, but yeah. these were people from the streets. They were yeah. like in the hood. Yeah. And so when you would have like just people walking in drunk off the street and get, get them saved and I don't know. I think I, I started, my patience started getting right. worn thin, but um, mm-hmm. 
So I just kind of felt, I, I served there for about three years. And I just kind of felt like, I don't know, my time was up. Mm-hmm. But um, but I just made, I made sure my daddy was working. My dad, matter of fact, just retired uh, at the end last year mm-hmm. from pastoring. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I stepped up to, to like take the reins or the mantle that she left. Yeah. Um, and so even when I'm up ministering or preparing to do ministry, I can, it's like I can just, hear her saying don't do this don't do that don't yeah. get up there with all that that's amazing. Do what you're gonna do sit down you know yeah. all of that so. yeah yeah people call me her name they say the older i get the more i act like her okay so, yeah. <laughs> and i can only imagine you love that <laughs> that's good that's good so um now um again you are um over the ministry there at St. Luke, are there any times or any moments in particular that you can think of that has made you realize, yes, God, this this is why I'm here. Have you ever mm-hmm. had those, uh, I don't know, aha moments, epiphanies, or that just, God, this this is what this is all yes, about. Absolutely. Um, for me personally, you know, I've gone through my spells, and, and it's something I, I need to work on, I personally need to work on. I've gone through my spells where I'm just like, me really, I just feel insignificant. I feel yeah. like what you have given me is too big for me, mm-hmm. and I who am I? But then God will give me something to remind me that, that this, this is, is it. This, this is, is why. why, right? Have you yeah. had those moments? Have, what, have, what, have, had what have some of those been for you? Several moments where I was like, okay, maybe I'm too old for this, mm-hmm. um, but it. And that's when I have my eye on the big picture, the numbers and all that. Yeah. But the aha moments when God says, this is why you're here, is when I'm able to see where I'm making a difference in an in individual's life. Yeah. And you, like I said, you, you gain those along the way. And I think sometimes when we start to look at the big pictures and those who serve in you know youth ministry, young adult ministry, you know, we have different quotas or whatever that we have to meet given by our senior pastors. And mm-hmm. sometimes when it's not there, mm-hmm. you tend to feel like, you know what? I don't even think I'm cut out for this no more. Yeah, but yeah. It, every time, mm-hmm. every time I, I have that conversation with myself, mm-hmm. God will allow me to minister to some teenager mm-hmm. or some young adult and, and allow me to mentor them to a point where I see the difference that I'm making in their mm-hmm. lives. And so I just believe that um, there's a song, if I can, if I can help somebody, yes. just somebody along the way, yeah. then my living or, or my uh-huh. preaching or whatever, it will not yes, be in vain. Yes, will not so, be in vain. Yeah. Oh, it's those individual time. moments. Right, um, right. Not so much the, the big picture. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Is there one in particular that you can, that you can um, remember? That just made, and I'm asking because one that that's made the difference in your life as well. Any of those moments. I have uh, an individual who they've been at the church, um, and it, had, it wasn't that long ago. And she's a young adult, mm-hmm. and she thought so much of me um, that one of her friends was having some. You know, it, it, for me, you know, we're grown, grown women, so it's just like some guy problems. So she's gonna be okay, mm-hmm. but it was like wearing her out. Mm-hmm. She brought yeah. her friend. To me, I want you to talk to my young adult pastor. I think she can help you. Mm -hmm. And so I met them over breakfast uh, at IHOP and we talked and prayed with her. I was like, you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. But I thought that that was like a big deal for me that this girl from my church will go and get her friend and say, I got somebody that I think can help you get through this. Yeah. So that was a big deal. Right. It is. It is when someone thinks that. That's one of those aha moments. That's why I'm here. Right. It Mm -hmm. helps you to remember 
what your calling is it. and why. Mm-hmm. And those make a difference. I thank God for those moments um, because they keep me going. Mm-hmm. They really keep they me do. going. They keep you going. And you just got to remember. Mm-hmm. When you start to get overwhelmed with the other stuff, you got to remember yeah. the difference you've made along the way. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Tell us, is there anything in particular you'd like to share with uh, any of our listeners out there? Again, um, 78% are females that listen to us on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you would like to say to any of those females out there that may be um, uh, contemplating or uh, maybe in ministry? Any any bit of advice that you may have, have um, that's helped you along the way? Okay, and then I think this will go male or female. The <clears throat> call to preach is a call to study. You know, you gotta study. Yes. Don't don't be the preacher yeah. that only studies when they gotta preach. Yes. Don't be the preacher that only studies when they gotta get up and teach Sunday school or whatever right. your your assignment is for mm-hmm. the moment. That's study, good. study, study. Right. Um, I think the I, I can't remember who said this, but the the greatest. Or the worst indictment on a preacher is to not have anything to say and get up and say it anyway. Mm. You, you don't have anything to say. You haven't studied. Yeah. If you're going to read the text, I think that you are committing yourself to explain the text. Mm-hmm. So be prepared. Don't just get up there. Because I, I, I do not like it when people just they get up and they read and whatever. And, and then they just start talking about just bird walking is mm. what I call it. And so whatever people are saying amen to the loudest, that's the direction they're going. Yeah. So you have no structure. You have, right. you haven't put anything together. Right. You know, it, we're in a, a different day and time. You can't just get up there and hoop and holler and think that it's okay. We, mm-hmm. we got too much um, access to the internet. Mm-hmm. People are seeing uh, excellence done mm-hmm. in other places. And so, it's time to step up. Right. So that's male or female. Mm-hmm. So always, always make time to study right. the word. Right. And I'm not just talking about just read it. Re- you know, have your devotional time. But study. 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 Right. Study the word. Right. Yeah. And that is so that is so important. Um, I know one thing I'm finding with a lot of people that are in ministry or say they're in ministry is that they're in it for um the wrong reasons for show mm-hmm. for the um, for people just to see them um, to get their name called mm-hmm. for recognition and then when it's time to present uh, or, or give what God is giving you right you have nothing to offer the people because you haven't availed yourself right. you haven't been still no you've been substance. chasing you've been chasing yeah. popularity you've yeah. been chasing celebrityism or whatever you want right. to call it but yeah, and so now when it's time for you to stand up, or, or or maybe it's not on the stage. Whenever somebody comes to you because you have presented yourself as mm-hmm. this woman of God or this man of God, yeah. so now that they've come to you, you can't help. Yeah, there's same. nothing in you, right? Nothing at yeah, all. That's that's yeah. horrible, right? And it is, yeah. it is. So I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. Don't let your what is it? Don't let your talent take you where your character can't keep. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's good. That's mm-hmm. good advice. Good for both. Uh, for both men and women. Both men and women. Well, this was great. This was an awesome interview. I feel like there's some more things I want to ask you. Um, yeah, I got that. I was like, I don't even know why. Why does she want to interview me? Like, what is it? What? But I'm glad I came. Yeah, because, I'm glad I accepted. Because, um, because of who you are. You know, God Thank has, you. Um, you know, I've... 
I met you the one time, and then we became friends on Facebook here. Uh-huh. And then I've just kept up. You know, I'm strolling, and I'll see what you're doing. I'm like, oh, she's doing that. I remember one while you all were going to different places. Restaurant tours. Um, yeah, you uh-huh. all were singing. And then when we had gotten this building. Oh, I the s- pop-up worship. Yes. 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 We had gotten this building. I said, I want to I reach out and see if they'll come in and just pray over our building before we move in and do all these things. But I didn't. I'm like, oh, they seem so busy. Oh. I'm not going to bother them. But um, because I see you doing a work. And uh, what I look for and what you were saying other people are looking for when people stand before them, I look for people that are genuine, Mm -hmm. people that are real, Mm -hmm. um, people that won't sugarcoat anything for myself. And then, uh, you know, these are people that I present to my daughters. Um, I want to make sure it's people that's real, Mm -hmm. that love the Lord. and I can see the call of God on their life. And you know the spirit by the spirit. So I discern the spirit. I know when the spirit of God is real in someone else. And so that's why. That's why. And I thought you would be just a blessing. Um, And again, just uh, just seeing you keep going, it it encourages me to, you know, even continue this show, which, you know, has discouraged me at times because the numbers were there. I'm like, ain't nobody listening to this show. And then, boom, all of a sudden, I'm like, Canada, wow, Ireland, Africa, what is happening, Lord? Yeah. There are other countries. You know, and and it's amazing. So, so that's why. Yeah, that's and, why. and that's just the enemy comes to discourage us, yes. especially when you're doing a great work. So, yeah. and I have to learn that. I have to keep be mindful of that. Uh, again, sometimes you can um, fall into this depression or, again, because we're comparing ourselves yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes things, those shots do hurt. Yeah. You know, when you're really... Uh, name in the name of Christ and, and you, you're doing a serious work for the Lord, the right. enemy is going to shoot mm-hmm. his best shots. Yeah. And so yeah. I have just been able to thankfully have in every every time that that happens to me, mm-hmm. I have people around me yeah. um, who are encouraging me and yeah. keep going, you know, um, you can't quit, you can't stay at home yeah. and come on, you know. Right. Pick your head up. Right. I, I just went mm-hmm. through, well, a few years ago, just went through a divorce. And mm-hmm. so I would say my friends are the best. Like mm-hmm. on Sundays, where you going? Mm-hmm. Oh, going home. Because mm-hmm. I want to just stay in the house for mm-hmm. a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you no, few, you're not going home. A few years home. ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You're not going home. You're mm-hmm. coming with us. That's good. You're going to come eat. You're going to come to our house. You're going to come hang out. Or we're going to go do this. So That's they wouldn't good. let me. Good. And so it's always important to uh, surround yourself mm-hmm. with uh, people who are going to encourage you and right. going to push you to be better. Mm-hmm. You don't want people who's going to propagate foolishness. You mm-hmm. know, the, yeah. yeah. If that was me, I would have did this. And I, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't need those kind of people in my right, space. So, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Who you have around you matters. Right. It matters. Right. Yeah. That's good. So you had a good circle around you. And I'm sorry to hear Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I, I had no idea. Um, so you had a good circle of friends mm-hmm. around you. Um, how else were you able to handle it? Handle. Um, just, you know, again, it always goes, the fear foundation is everything. Mm -hmm. Foundation is everything. Um, so when I would want to be depressed or when I would want to be vengeful, no, 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 you're, you're better than that. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. that's not who you are. So you just stay the course, hold your head up. You keep going. That's Mm -hmm. just, I, every, if you, when I, when I see people on social media or, uh, even in real life, but that's going to always be my hashtag. If you're going through something, mm-hmm. hold your head up, hashtag, keep going. Keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. You may be crushed. Keep showing up. Just yeah. keep coming. And I think that, that that was the blessing. Sometimes being a preacher, 
being a singer, um, a lot of times I have to minister to myself. Mm, yes. um, and and you, I don't know what, what all you do at your church or even when you're working with these children. Sometimes you're hurting so bad, Ooh. but you have to stand up and you got to tell them God's going to make a way. You yeah. got to stand up and you got to tell and them. When you hurt. When you're hurting. Yes. You oh, got to stand up and tell them it's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, to whom much is given, yeah. much is required. Yeah. And so... Mm-hmm. You know, just, you got to keep going. Yeah. And I've, I've uh, run into that so many times, uh, yeah. you know, where I'm, I'm having to keep the smile on my face inside. Going. I'm hurting. But you all, ho- hopefully you have somebody that lets you scream and oh, cry. Oh, yes. And, yeah. Know. My husband does. Yeah. He don't let yeah, it last long. No. He don't let it last no, long. No. He's like, okay. <laughs> but uh, now it's time. That's what my pastor always says. Yeah. Pastor Alexander says, it's okay to cry. But you need to set a time. Right. <laughs> I'm going to cry these 15, 20 minutes. When that clock says it's up, get yeah. your fa- wash your face. Right. And come on, let's do right. business. That's right. So, That's yeah. right. And you know, and it, it has worked. God is so awesome. Yes. You know, um, just so awesome how his peace, you know, mm-hmm. the word God tells us that his peace, it surpasses all understanding. I will never understand. Never understand. I will never understand how when I'm going through my brokenness, even when I'm struggling with this nonprofit, mm-hmm. because I want to present uh, an excellent business uh-huh. you know i'm saying this is god's business right god to please be... don't have me out here yes. bad lord yes. now, i'm representing yes. you and i'm still keeping yes. a smile on my face you know it is hard yes. it is hard but um, but it's not impossible it's not it's mm-hmm. not it's not mm-hmm. oh, that's so good that's so good um well, this was awesome. Was. This was good. This was good. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for I, having um, me. I enjoyed this. I don't want it to end. <laughs> what did you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, this was good. But I didn't know. I didn't know that you had um, gone through a divorce. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't have ever been able to tell. Because I kept going. <laughs> you kept going. I would have never known. But no, I, you know, I, I'm a human. So I had my down, down days yeah, or whatever. But I can again, imagine. who you surround yourself with is very important. Then, of course, you got to stay rooted in the word. Sometimes, yeah. Now, there were days I don't want to read the word right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pray. But you got to have somebody there. Like, come on, Sheree. Right. Come on. Yeah. Up there. And let me just go back. Because I've had faith struggles. I, I have my back. You've seen my haircut, right? I'm mm-hmm. This right here, people think this is a part. This is a surgical scarf. Okay. I had brain surgery. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I can remember when I was diagnosed with the brain tumor, mm-hmm. I just started wigging out. And I had oh, wow. my daddy and my, my mom and my daddy, they were praying, praying, praying. But I was just, I think I was talking crazy. Like, mm-hmm. started running my resume to the Lord. I've been doing this for you, God. And this, oh, that, wow. that. Yeah. Why is this happening? Uh-huh. My dad was like, hold on, preacher. <laughs> hold on, preacher. <laughs> What yeah. happened to all that faith you've been preaching about? Yes. So you need people like that that will put it back in your face yes, and remind, remind you of who you are and what you stand yeah, for. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's something. Oh, I'm my guilty God, of that. I'm, listen, this is what I did. I did this. I've been doing this. I've right. been doing that. How you going to let this happen to yeah, me? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so you've had brain surgery. I would have uh, never known that. Yeah. How long ago was that? This was in 2004. Okay. And look... So I was doing Teen Church the other Sunday mm-hmm. and um, had the kids. We've been talking about prayer mm-hmm. and praying for each other. And one of them said, I need everybody to pray for my mother. She has a brain tumor. I was like, yes, uh, God, this is another opportunity yeah. to share with the kids of what you can do. Mm-hmm. And so I showed them. They all thought this was like, I get this part in my hair, mm-hmm. you know, just to be stylish. Mm-hmm. No, this this is permanent. This is not yeah. going anywhere. But, you know, so I shared with them how God brought me through it. 
he can bring your mama through. Yeah, yeah. So, so I bet that was encouraging. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was another one of those aha moments. Right, right. I oh. had to be here for that moment. God was awesome. God yes. is just awesome. Yes. God, so that was all planned. And then the scar is just happens to be it just stylish. Happens <laughs> to be stylish at the moment. <laughs> Look at God. Yeah. That's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> you gotta work with what you've been given. Yeah. You know, yeah. it ain't going nowhere. Right. So. Well, your son, you said he's 21. Tell us about him. You said he's doing things he's now. A, uh, he has a group uh, revived of Little Rock. Revived. He's a part of, uh, okay, I've yeah, heard I'm him. sure you see them all over. Yeah. yeah. That's my son. He's the okay. lead singer. Um, wow. And so yeah. I'm excited because he could be doing so many other Young things. people? All young people? All young people. Revived. Okay. Yeah. Young adults, all guys, mm-hmm. and um, Rodney was a—he's—he's he's a drummer as well. So, mm-hmm. as a little boy, I, I tell this story. Rodney's not had drum lessons when Rodney was like two years old. He like kicked the rails out of his baby bed, just going around beating on my furniture, mm-hmm. beating on our furniture. So, I guess it's just always been in him to be. So he's a phenomenal drummer, wow. and so mm-hmm. that's how people knew him initially. So when he just came out and just started singing. It just kind of blew everybody away. Yeah. I'm a singer. His dad uh, was a singer. His dad's passed away a couple of years ago, but he was a singer as well. Mm-hmm. My family sings. So it's like in him to sing. Mm-hmm. He just never did it. Mm-hmm. You know, I made him sing in the youth choir and stuff like right. that, but yeah. he was more interested in getting in the musician's pit and playing the drum. Right. So, so now he sings. He's still the drummer at Antioch. He's still at Antioch. Okay. And so he's the drummer there. Really? Um, okay. Well, I'm sure you've seen him. Yeah. He was just at your church. Sunday for the uh, quartet thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's your son. That's my son. Right. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. That is awesome. Yeah. All right. So their group is called Revive. Revive the Little. And how many of them are there? Uh, five. I'm wondering yeah, if I've heard them. Right. I'm wondering if I've heard them. So, yeah. Okay. And he's the lead singer. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, then. Well, it was such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. I it was a pleasure you being so here. Thank you so much. And um, you, you'll come back? I will come back. Good. Yes, I definitely am going to have you back. <laughs> I am. I am. But this was fun. This was fun. Thank you so yes. much. And everybody, um, uh, if you want to find Cherie, Cherie, tell us where um, everyone can find you. You can find me on Facebook at um, Cherie Evans. And that's, I have a little accent over the E, so, you know. Mm-hmm. But that is, that's facebook.com, Sheree Evans. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's Elder G Sheree, the number one. And then if you want to find me on Twitter, I am, uh, well, it is, I am Sheree Evans. Mm-hmm. That's my handle. So. Okay. And so do you still go different places and sing uh, as well? Do you have an album out? I have, I well, I put out a three, um, three song sampler. So I'm going back into the studio to go ahead and finish. I did a whole live recording. Okay. Just, I thought, I thought it saw something happened, like that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm putting my attention back on that. Okay. So as a matter of okay. fact, the studio that I'm going to has just finished its renovations. And so he okay. reached out to me this week. So hopefully we'll be hearing something okay. know, from me before awesome. the year. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And again, everybody, Elder Sheree, she does minister. She is an awesome, mm-hmm. awesome speaker. Um, God definitely uses her. So if you're interested, just reach out to her. What is your email address? If My they email address is Elder G. Sheree. That's S-H-E-R-E-E at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just reach me at my work email, which is s evans at s luke as in Saint Luke s luke mbc dot org. All righty. Well, that's how you get in touch with Ms. Cherie Evans. And again, she is anointed and appointed and you will definitely enjoy her. So you guys, if you do reach out to her on Facebook, look at some of the uh, clips. I've seen a few clips of you out there where you've ministered also. Mm-hmm. Um, 
was it on YouTube or Facebook? Pop-up Worship is on YouTube. Okay, that mm-hmm. was probably it. But she, again, she is awesome. And um, so, yeah, if you're interested in booking her, email her. Get in touch yes, with her. Absolutely. It will definitely, definitely bless your soul. Thank you again for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, there you have it. The uh, amazing Elder Sheree Evans. Again, thank you, Elder Evans, for coming and sharing, sitting and talking with me. It was truly a blessing and it's an interview that I will not forget. Um, It was so good. I just, I didn't want it to end. I wanted to keep talking and talking, (laughs) but I saw that the time was passing. So I am definitely in um, about a year or so going to have Elder Sheree Evans come back so she can just let us know about the uh, amazing changes and things that are going on in her life uh, still. Again, you all got her social media handles. If you need an awesome speaker, an appointed, anointed speaker, she is the woman to call on. You will be blessed. You will not be disappointed. Reach out to her. And I'm telling you, you are going to be glad that you did. Well, as you all can see, we have a new look, we have a new sound, and it's taken a while to get everything up and off of the ground. I hope that you are loving it. Uh, I want to say thank you to those who are still sending me emails. Thank you. I am praying with you. If you have sent me an email, um, and if I have not responded, know that I am praying for you and I will reach out to you. I am making that my goal before the month of February is out to reach out to all of those who have emailed me over the last two months. I want you to know that we are praying for you. We are, uh, we know that God is going to meet your need. Keep the faith, keep holding on. And I know that God is going to meet your need. He says that faith is the substance of things that are hoped for and that it is the evidence of those things that are not seen. So even though you cannot see it, that's where your faith comes in at. You've got to believe God at his word. If he says he's going to do it, then God is going to do it for you. Do not lose faith. Do not lose hope. I'm telling you, I, I know without a shadow of a doubt that God is a keeper of his word. And I am praying with you just for your strength and that God can get you through those trying times. Continue to email me at info at successinchrist.net. Visit my website. I have a couple of them, LaginiaBearden.com and info at successinchrist.net. I invite you guys to uh, join my Success in Christ Testimonies group on Facebook. So if you have not yet liked Success in Christ on Facebook, go to Facebook, type in Success in Christ in the search engine. We will come up and I invite you to like the Success in Christ page and also to join our Success in Christ uh, testimonies page. I want to hear about those testimonies. I want to feature you guys. I'm telling you, you guys have some amazing testimonies and some amazing stories. The Bible tells us that we are overcomers by the words of our testimonies. So get those testimonies out. Let everybody know what God is doing in your life. Share that. And I will be picking some of those uh, various times to share on air with our listening audience. Hey, again, guys, I want to thank each and every last one of you for listening to this podcast. You have no idea how much it is just encouraging me, encouraging me and strengthening me and just allowing me to see that God is just he is still just a promise keeper. He is going to keep his word. Thank you guys so much. You you just have I have no words. I have no words. You have no idea how much you guys bless me. Hey, come on back. I'll have another new episode in a couple of weeks for you guys. I'm going to work hard to make sure I can get weekly episodes at least before this year is out. So you guys pray with me about that. 
Thanks for listening. Again, reach out to Sheree Evans. If you need prayer, you can reach out to me. I love you guys. God bless. And I pray that you have a great week. Remember that there is always success in Christ. Bye-bye.